0: all right what's up guys welcome back to another episode of the living the dream podcast today on the show we have gavin sequera who is an entrepreneur and helps people find a way to break out of the rat race gavin how you doing
1: hey thanks timmy great great to
0: be with you yeah yeah great to have you and we like to jump right in so if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun that'd be great
1: yeah man like look i'm just like everyone else you know i uh I studied hard at school, went to college, got a couple of degrees. I went straight into the corporate world and I thought, this is it. I've got it made. You know, I I love this. i I got a good job, a great team. I I was fortunate enough, Tim, to travel around the world uh, with my job. I worked for companies like IBM, Oracle, you know, big tech companies. And I did that for almost 10 years. And towards the end of it, I started getting a little bit uh, disillusioned with the whole rat race the corporate you know kind of um prison if you like and I, I questioned myself you know am i on the right track am i doing what i was really meant to be doing is there more to life than this i did i saw the my bosses and you know their bosses and i thought i don't want to be these guys you know they they're they're struggling with life they're not seeing their kids they're not you know some of them have been divorced two or three times heart issues all that kind of stuff and i i i really needed to make a change and so i I really got out of it. I you know, went and forged my own path and um, got into a few different businesses, made some mistakes, right? But at the end of the day, I learned from it. And what I do today is I help people kind of navigate that path with as minimal you know, hiccups as possible so there are things you can do there are things you can plan for um, that that'll help you to do it more smoothly than I did uh, what I like to do for fun man I, I love I just love life I like being outdoors I, I I play sport you know I'm into my tennis and I do karate I I, I like being fit but I, I like talking to people I like connecting with people like yourself you know all around the world this, this is what I do for fun so
0: yeah gotcha gotcha so a big sports guy have you always been into sports or have did that start up at some point in adulthood or
1: no no i I, i'm a self-confessed kind of sports fanatic i've you know i've played all kinds of sports even when i was a little kid um but i just love it because one it's a team thing um I, i like the individual sport because it's competitive but i just like trying to do something and get better at it and you know it's a, it's a it's great to get out of the house you know it's it's easy to get stuck in and get stuck on the couch watching netflix or reading a book or you know and those things are good you need time to do stuff like that but i i like getting up i like traveling i just like you know getting out and meeting people and, and doing things
0: there we go there we go i love it well awesome man tell us a little bit more about your motivation in life what gets you up and keeps you going every day
1: yeah that's a really good question look uh I see a lot of people Timmy, me that are just, you know, they're going through the motions. They're really stuck where they're at they're, especially what's happened in the last couple of years, you know, with the whole pandemic and lockdown and all that kind of stuff that we went through. Uh, people were just kind of put in a cage. They were, you know, told you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't go here. And I kind of want to help people f- see that there is a better path forward. You know, you might've been doing a, a job or a career for a number of years, uh, and you're not happy with it, and maybe the industry's changed. Maybe, you know, things have kind of moved around and suddenly you're questioning, hey, do I really want to be doing this for the next 5, 10, 20 years? Um, or maybe you're contemplating going into a new industry and you're like, is that really the right thing for me long term? Where I come from is I, I get people to question themselves. Find out what your values are. You know, what do you want to achieve in life? Like, what makes you happy? You know, we, we're here on this planet for such a short time, if you can find something that you enjoy doing, even if you do it part-time, um, do it. You know, find a way to get it done because it'll make your whole life so much better. Um, so even if you've got this crummy job that you're doing and you hate, but you can't quit, do something fun on the side to kind of perk yourself up, give yourself some energy. So that's what I do. I find that actually quite energ- energizing. So now even talking to yourself and talking about topics like this around mindset, about values, about goal-setting strategy, it's these are important things that we as human beings don't spend a lot of time talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I'm right there with you as yeah. um it's pretty obvious with the name of my podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like
0: yeah, no, absolutely. Love to help people live the dream. I get energized through the same things, asking yeah. questions that challenge people and with the goal of like opening their eyes a little bit to what's possible. Yeah. So um, I love that. That's what you're about, man. Well, let's go ahead and uh, jump into your dreams and goals. Tell us about vision for your business and vision for your life.
1: Look, vision for my business has always been to empower as many people as I can. I don't put a number on it. A lot of people go, I want to impact like tens of thousands or a million people. You know, I did have numbers like that. At the end of the day, this is the truth. If I can impact one person at a time and make a difference in their life, Either through a book that I've written, I do have books. I have podcasts. I have um, webinars. I've got all of these different avenues people can get information, or they can talk to me or my team. Then I feel like I'm moving forward towards achieving my dream. My dream is really to make, you know, make other people's lives easier. I've kind of got what I need and I'm happy with where I'm at in life. And now it's my way of kind of doing what I feel I was meant to do. You see, and and helping the people in my community and my family. So for me, that's that's my dream to keep doing that and doing better at it each day. Um in terms of goals, man, I, I just want to I want to live to over a hundred. You know, I want to see, I want to see where mankind will go in the next 50 years. I'm excited. You know, just if you look, I saw this thing the other day. 20 years ago, we didn't have. You know, mobile phones. You know, we didn't have a way to communicate like we are right now. This was impo- This would have been a dream for someone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Can you imagine what the next twenty years is going to? Be? Forget about a hundred or a thousand years. Just in the next twenty years. It's so exciting. And I think what we're doing now is we are breaking ground. Podcasts right now are reaching more people, I believe, than even videos. You know, people or even um, your books. And so. Getting messages out there can impact lives. And, and that's what I'm all about right now, getting the message out there.
0: Mm. Mm. I love that. And yeah. I love the excitement you have for the future and the fact that you recognize, yeah, 20. I mean, so I'm 23. <laughs> so 20 years ago, I didn't really know what was around.
1: But 20 years ago, man, you, a little over 20 years ago, you were a dream <laughs> and someone else. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah.
0: But um, I love the goal to live until you're over 100 and empowering as many people as you can along the way. I want you to take us through what somebody who is um, either consuming your content or working with you directly, kind of what their day to day looks like and, and where specifically do you challenge them and how do you go about doing that?
1: Yeah. So the average person I talk to is a busy individual. You know, they're working in their nine to five. They've, they've, they've got kids, they've got families, you know, these people are just, they're head down busy, busy, and they're doing stuff. And then they come across some of my information. Some of them may go, Hey, this is not for me, but then there's others that go, wow, I wish I came across this like 10 years ago, you know, and we'll get on the phone or we'll get on a zoom call or we'll start writing to each other. And, and then I'll go, Hey, Uh, Timmy, tell me what's going on in your life, you know, and they'll tell me, look, I've been doing this, I'm kind of heading down this path, I don't like where it's going, I want to make some changes, what do I need to do, where do I start? So I get them on a process of self-discovery, learning a little bit about themselves and and what they have to contribute to humanity or to their life, Um, and then finding out where their skills are at, what else can they do. Uh, maybe they're an accountant. Maybe they're a HR person. Maybe they're an engineer. Or I've got teachers. We, we work with all kinds of people, but that's just a job. That's just something that you do during the day. But you know, your life is so much bigger than that. And so I, I challenge people to think about stuff like that. We got we do little goals and exercises. We we do vision boards. I don't know if you've ever done a vision board um, or a dream board, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, we do it as kids, you know, we do cut and paste and we stick it up on a board and, and we, we laugh and we joke, but we don't do it as adults. And so I challenge people as adults, hey, what would you like to achieve in the next five or 10 years? Put it up there on that board. It, it could call it a bucket list, call it a dream board, call it whatever you want. But then from there, let's then work out some strategic goals backwards. So if this was your three to five year vision and you can visualize it then where do you want to be in 12 months time? And then what do you need to do in the next 90 days, in the next three months, every day, every week, a little bit to help you achieving that goal. So we we put a plan in place. So it's not kind of a dream that one day this will magically happen. You're taking steps every day to get to that dream. Does that make sense? You got to make that dream come true. It's not just going to happen. You got to you gotta put yourself in the right place. You gotta to talk to the right people. You gotta read the right information. You gotta take action. And I think if you do all of these steps and you have someone to guide you, hey man, dreams really can come true. They yeah. really can.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I am right there with you. And I love how yeah. you um have people get to the point where they get to know themselves a bit more yeah. right at the yeah. start. Um, yeah, yeah, it's fascinating. I guess my my question to you is. At what point did you know yourself?
1: Oh, I, I didn't, um, I'll be honest with you, I didn't because when I was in the corporate world, I was so in my lane, right? And, and that's all I knew of the world. You know, people outside even my own family didn't know what I did at work. They, they were like, what do you do for work? And I'm like, I tried to explain this long title that I had. It made no sense to them. And they're like, well, whatever you're doing, keep doing it because you're doing well. But you take that away from you, you strip that title away or take that big brand company away from you. And who are you? You know, who are you as a person? You know, and you might've been on this this planet for 23 years, 33 years or 40 or 50 years. But who are you? And a lot of people lose their identity when you take the job away from them or you take take their family away from them. You know, Um, they may be caring for their kids. You take the kids away. Who are they as human beings? A lot of people don't, associate anything with you know with themselves and it's sad because we're all gifted creatures we all have something to offer right and uh, so I get people to just do this self-discovery phase you know and ask yourself what do you like to do you know what are your values what do you what's important to you um and you know if you could do something outside of your job, what would it be? Forget about the money. Forget about all of these things that would hold you back. What would you like to be doing? And you'd be amazed when people start going through this process, Timmy, um, they come up with all kinds of stuff. And then they go, you know what? If only I could, if I had a bit more time, I would do this. Or... And so then we start working on a plan, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. I I love that so many people are out here like doing this and helping people do this. Okay. Like you're yeah. out here. I'm out here. There are plenty of other people who are just like we have other people's best interest in mind because yeah, I, I don't know about you personally, which I think we're about to get into this next. But like I realized how much it absolutely sucked to not know yourself and to kind of be living like a drone. And I hate when oh, people have to do that.
1: I mean, you know, there are movies out like The Matrix. And, you know, if you've watched that, you know, we're we're all kind of like drones, you know, we go to work, we come home, we do the same thing day in, day out. We're programmed to be like sheep. You know, they put us through the system, through school, through college, through university, through, you know, then you start working, you work for, you're working for, who, who are you working for? You know, sometimes you never get to meet the boss, you know, and you're working for these big corporations and, and someone else is getting rich and we're just living out our life. We're like, we're like worker bees, you know, bees just kind of make honey, they just work and and that's what they do. But, you know, we can all be that special queen bee, like we all have that innate kind of ability to take charge of our own life. We don't have to be programmed forever. We can program ourselves. And so I think the minute you can f- at least spend some time on this, you will... Question everything. You'll question certain beliefs that you have. You'll question, you know, um, you might even question your religion. I don't know. You might question things you were taught or brought up with, um, certain sayings, right? Uh, You might be, you might be someone who challenges your parents (laughs) in a good way, right? Or you might be someone that kind of challenges people, challenge people that are older than you and you know, might be doing certain things a certain way. And you might go, you know what? I'm gonna do things a bit differently. Because I just think different now, and um, I think that's a good thing. You know, that's where innovation comes in. Because you've got to have original thought. If you do, if you stay the same as everyone around you, so there's a saying: if you kind of hang out with this, the five closest people around you, you're going to be the average of those five people, right? Okay. And so. If you're happy with that, that's cool. If you want to be better than average, guess what? you got to find a whole new group of friends. You can still keep your friends, but you need to find a whole new group of friends to take you up to the next level. And, and I think when you do that, you learn more. When you learn more, you get more inspired, more motivated. You can contribute. You can teach. You can you can just shape the world a bit better. So that's, that's where I encourage people to go down that path. Not everyone's cut out for it. I enjoy it. For some people, it's too much. But I say, hey, if you've got it in you, uh, make someone's life a little bit better.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes. I'm right there with you. So, Gavin, why don't you tell us about you ran into some issues when you were first getting into the entrepreneurial space? Tell us about some of that adversity and how you pushed through it, both on a mindset level and on an action level.
1: Yeah, totally, man. Like when I when I first got started, I was. I was frustrated with my you know, corporate life and where it had got me. I made money, I bought the house, I did all these things. And I, I thought, hey, I've achieved success, but have I? Because I was in debt, I wasn't happy, I was a bit overweight. I was, you know, I'm kind of like, my life isn't that great really. And now I, I want to get out of this, this work situation. I've got to find something else to do. So I just jumped into kind of business opportunities, left, right and center. I, you know, I did a lot of different things um, and I didn't have anyone to guide me. I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have a coach. I didn't have. I really didn't have any friends that were in business. So I didn't know who to talk to, right? And yep. um, just to, to show my age, you know, I, did, I got out of the corporate world 15 years ago. <laughs> so you would have been a you would have been a kid, but I was uh, 15 years ago. I was like 30, right? And so, yep. um, and at that time, it's it's not quite a midlife crisis, but I'm like. Man, what have I done with my life now I'm about to turn it upside down you know this is crazy and everyone around me was like just go back to work get a job this writing this book is crazy you know what are, what are you doing you know you've got a degree and you've done so well why would you jeopardize what you built and so I was talking to a lot of the wrong people for advice that was one mistake I made yep, uh, yep. when I got into business I wasn't very good at managing my money my cash flow. Um, see when you work for someone else, Timmy, you're so used to them paying you a check that you just get this check every week or every fortnight or every month. And you just know it's going to come in and you kind of bank on it. You get complacent when you get into business, that check doesn't come in every month. Sometimes it doesn't come in at all. And I found that really challenging because I would never experienced that before. And so, you know, I would spend money and then I'd be, I have too much month left and not enough money. <laughs> You know, and and I'm I'm kind of like wait, this is all backwards. I got to figure figure out a better plan. So I had to get smarter in how I did things. Um, that was one challenge managing cash flow, right? The another challenge I faced was, um, you know, just making making decisions. You know. I when I was in corporate, when I was working for someone else in a a big company, I had an IT department, I had you know finance guys, I had salespeople, I had all these different resources around me. When I got into my own business, it was all me. (laughs) I was the marketing guy, I was a sales guy, I was a product guy, I was I was my boss, (laughs) and I was my employee. And guess what? You know they say sometimes you, you hate your boss. I hated being my boss <laughs> and, and, and I couldn't even fire myself because it was just me. So I was stuck, right? And that was something I had to get over. It was challenging. Um, and I had to kind of, you know, figure out a way to do it smarter and not work harder. And so that's where I, I really got into um, getting good coaches, good mentors, doing a lot of reading, a lot of personal development. Uh, did Tony Robbins, for example, walked on fire and just worked on my mindset grew as a person and just was solution oriented. So wherever I hit a roadblock, I'm like, how do I get around this? Yeah. So that, that, that's kind of a, you know, I made a lot of mistakes. I, I had to learn how to get better each time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I love that. And I love the dive into it, take action, take messy action, fail, fail, <laughs> fail, learn from the failure, go into right. the personal development, but it's not all um, it's not all pretty but it no. creates a real pretty picture on the other side of it.
1: Well, you know, they say um, uh, an action creates a reaction. So if you, if, you, if you take that first step, you are one step closer to wherever you're want, wanting to go, right? Now, if you didn't take that step, that goal is always going to be out there. You take one step forward, you are, by default, you are one step closer to that goal. So a little bit of action each day really makes a difference. Even if you don't feel like it, do something, do something to move you one step closer. Make that one extra phone call, send that one email, write that one message, do a little bit of research for that one article you were gonna write about, or something, do something that's gonna move you forward. Don't let the days slip by and do nothing because you never get back time. Money you can make, money you can lose as well. Time you can only lose, you cannot make time back. So, you know, if you lose that time, you kind of wasted an opportunity. But the great thing, Tim, is if you, you know, every day, regardless of where you live, who you are, what you look like, what you do, how old you are, we all get given 24 hours. So even if you you really messed up yesterday, right? You wasted yesterday. You got another day to do it all over again. Here's another 24 hours, Tim, what are you gonna do with it, right? Yeah. And yeah. You, you get a chance to redo it all over. It's kind of like Groundhog Day. Right? <laughs> but you can get better and better each day.
0: Love it. Love it. I'm right there with you. Well, awesome. Gavin, if there were one or two people that you could meet right now, and this is, this could be a specific person or type of person, and they'd really help you take the next step towards your dreams and goals, who would they be and how would they help you
1: out? Oh man, I, there are so many people I want to, I would love to meet, but I mean, I probably want to meet, you know, people that had significant uh, influence on, on humanity. And I'd probably look at people like like Gandhi or people like Mandela, um, or you know, like I'm talking, you know, significant political figures, but they were also humanitarian people. And um, these people never sought out fame or power or money. In fact, they actually lived pretty average, poor, relatively poorer lives, but they were rich in, in, in the impact they had on the world. And what I loved about it is they were able to connect with people all across the world regardless of race, regardless of where you live or what you did or, and their messages were so profound. Now, you know, I may not have as profound a message as them, but I would love to tap into their brain and go, you know, what did you do to connect with people better? You know, how did you do it? Um, And they did it with humility. They did it with grace and these are things I can definitely, you know, get better at. Right. So um, yeah. uh, Maybe people like that.
0: Okay, okay. So people who have had significant influence on humanity. Can you think of any specific people who you would want to meet like right now that are living, that could help you tick the needle forward um, in your humility, grace, connecting with people across the board?
1: Uh, Well, I I was thinking of someone, but he he doesn't have a lot of humility and grace. He's actually quite a flamboyant character. Someone like Richard Branson. Um, And the reason I pick him is... He, look, he's just a fun character, you know, he, he he enjoys his life. If you ever followed any of his posts, he's doing stuff, he's out there, he's in his 70s, he's having fun, he's living life to the, the fullest, you know, and he's not someone who was gifted academically, you know, when he was in school, he was told he was dyslexic, he would never be any good, he wouldn't amount to anything, but he he just saw the world differently. And he's like, you know what, I'm going to change this, I'm going to change that. Um, someone else, I you know i'd love to kind of just hang out with for a day it might be someone like uh, elon musk and now he again doesn't have a lot of humility <laughs> but um he's someone who's a creator he's ingenious he he does things to kind of change the world you know he's wants wants to take humanity to mars you know he, he's he's building um you know spacex and, and all that kind of stuff tesla and, and and so he's he's one of those people who He's not just doing things to make money. He's doing things to kind of change humanity. And these kind of people really inspire me. It's not so much who they are, but it's it's what they're doing and the impact that they're doing. And if if I can pick those couple of good qualities from them, I'd love to spend a day with them.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. There we go. Richard Branson, Elon Musk. Awesome. (laughs) Well, now we're going to jump into our thriving three. And the first question is favorite book, movie, or podcast. Pick one.
1: Favorite book, I have to say, <sighs> "Rich Dad Poor Dad" by Robert Kiyosaki. Um,
0: Classic. I read
1: that. I read that when I was. I read that honestly when I was twenty nine. Um, you know, so I. I wish I wish I read that as a teenager because it was around and. It, it's, it really impacted my life, uh, Timmy. So uh, the reason it impacted my life, it got me to think of where I was and what I was doing. And I was following the, the poor dad kind of methodology. If you've ever read this book, and there was the another way of thinking, which was the rich dad. And it's not about money and power and all of that. It's about just thinking differently, right? And not doing what everyone else is doing, staying away from the 95% and doing what the 5% do differently. Uh, and so that just changed everything in how I, and how I am. So that'd be one of my favorite books. I would highly recommend.
0: There we go. Yeah. I need to give it a, a reread. Cause I yeah. read it a couple of years back, but I've heard like there's always something in it that kind of hits different as you grow.
1: I'll tell you, I'll tell you another one. Um, it's called the monk who sold his Ferrari, mm. right? Robin Sharma. Um, and if you, if you read that book, what that'll teach you is people who have kind of got on this career path and maybe made a lot of money and accumulated a lot of wealth and possessions and all that, at the end of the day, you know, what does it mean to you and how happy are you in your life? And it's it's a really awesome story. If you don't like reading, there's an, there's an audiobook version of it. I think it's even free um, on YouTube and things like that, where you can you can learn about how you can get rid of a lot of possessions around you. And still be really happy and still make a huge contribution. So don't get caught up in, in, you know, me, me, me and building all this stuff because, well, you can't take it with you. And so, you know, uh, a lot of billionaires like Bill Gates and Richard Branson, all these kind of guys, a lot of them are pledging their fortunes away to charities, you know, you couldn't even leave all that money to your kids if you wanted to. There's that much wealth in the world that should be distributed back. And so a lot of people are doing that. That's a great book if you ever get a chance to read it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll have to add it to my list for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And what is one way you like to take care of yourself?
1: Um, like I said, you know, I, I like just being active. I, uh, I, I'd I i like to say I eat healthy, but I, you know, <laughs> not always, not always, but I, I just I like getting out there. And I like I like being out there in in the outdoors. I like traveling. I like playing sport. It keeps me active. It keeps me kind of energized. Um, You know, I, I, I I do karate a few times a week um, and that's great for my mental um, strength as well because it's all discipline. Uh, And so these are things I, I, it's part of my life. Um, I love gardening. That's crazy. I know, but I, I like getting in there and I like messing it up and then fixing it and, you know, doing stuff like that. So for me, it's, it's just being out there in nature a little bit. I don't I don't like being stuck in a room or stuck behind a desk or stuck with my headsets on all day. Um, I love what we're doing now, but I, I wouldn't do it all day. You know, I have to mix it up with other things outside. So um, that's what I do.
0: For sure. For sure. I love it. And what is one action step that you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it to meet either Richard Branson or Elon Musk? <laughs>
1: um. I think if I get on, uh, you know, enough podcast and, you know, maybe through my reach and social socials and inter- interactions, I might come across someone who might say, hey, you know what? We work for the the Branson organization. We'd love to interview you for this. Or we'd like, Would you? that's a dream, right? But yeah. maybe, again, sometimes you never know. Um, I have um, friends of mine who have written a lot of blogs, done a lot of posts and all that. And someone in there. Um, influencer group has contacted them and got in touch and Sunny, they're talking to people they would never dream of talking to so it might not be Richard Branson but it might be someone you know pretty significant and I just think if if we keep doing what we're doing someone will take notice and go hey I like that Timmy guy I love his he's he's on fire I'm going to talk to that guy to be honest that's how I think we you know, that's why we're here. Right. Um, yeah. part, part match kind of matched us, but I still checked out your profile. I'm like, I like what he's doing. I like the title of his, his message. I like, I like what he's doing and you, you've checked me out and that's how we're connected. And who knows, maybe someone we know might get connected through this. So
0: yeah, yeah, there you go. yeah. absolutely. I love it. Well, I got one last question for you and it's going to require a bit of an explanation. It's actually like a series of questions. I've changed it recently. Okay. Um, so I've been asking a question on the podcast, and a lot of people have been saying that the catalyst that helps people change from having a fixed mindset, not willing to accept help and not willing to accept change, to having a growth mindset, willing to accept help and willing to accept change, the catalyst for that is a personal choice that happens after either inspiration or desperation. Yeah. So that's kind of the common answer. First, do you agree with that? Do you want to add to that? Thoughts? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I completely agree with that. I think really without either of those two extremes, so you're either really inspired to make a change or you have reached the point of no return. You've reached this kind of, you're at the end of your kind of rope, right? And you're like, I need to do something different or it's all, it's downhill. And so if you're not at either one of those ends, you're right down the middle you will just tow the line, you will stick with the 95%, you know, we're programmed this way, Timmy, it's it's just the way that we are as human beings, we will follow the herd, you know, we will protect our family, we will do as we're told, we will not speak up, you know, we will um, kind of not rock the boat. But when you're at the, you know, if, it, if there's a storm out there and you have to put that sail up or the whole ship's going to go down or, you know, like you're at this point where you have to do something different. You need to step up or you're going to drown. You will. You'll either step up or you'll drown. One of the two will happen. The other thing is you might be sitting at home reading a book about how someone did step up and do something amazing. And you'll go, that is brilliant. I wish I could be that kind of person. And you get inspired. That could be a catalyst for change too. Yeah, But if you're not either reading or listening or talking to someone and getting inspired um, and you're not the one taking that action, there's nothing pulling you in either direction. So you're going to toe the line. So I completely agree with that, that sentiment. You need to have one or the other, without which a lot of change is just not going to happen. Yeah, for
0: For sure. I completely agree. Well, why do you think some people make given the extreme. So they're at these extremes. Some people make the choice to change and others don't. Why do you think that is?
1: Yeah, I think so. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's a really interesting one. You know, if I, if I put, I ask this question all the time of people, if you could have every, if you could have everything you wanted on a silver platter, would you take it or or put it this way? If I said to you, Hey, t- Timmy, um, would you literally swap your life right now for, let's let's say richard branson okay we're talking about him if you could be richard branson and he could be you would you swap your life right now you take on all of his fame his money his riches everything he's ever done but you lose everything that you have you you cannot be yourself and him it's one or the other would you do it and a lot of people will go no i won't i wouldn't do it i i, I love my family I, I love my life i my friends my you know what i'm just going to be who i am and and that's okay so sometimes people aspire for something, they see, hey, if only I could, and then something brings them back down, and that's human, it's a human nature, right, so the inspiration is not enough, it's a catalyst, Um, the desperation as well on the other end is not enough, It's, it's a catalyst, the want must be great, like, you must want to make that change, it's like, here you go. You know, I talk to people who, who say to me all the time, oh, I cannot wait to get out of corporate. I want to start my own business. I want to change my life. I'm like, all right, here's a plan. Here's what we do step by step. We, you know, you, you get involved, you get started. We do this, blah, blah, blah. Here's how much time you need to put in. Here's how much, here's what it's going to cost you, et cetera. And then people are like, I need to think about this. You know, I'm, I'm not sure if this is for me. I'm like, hang on a second, 10 minutes ago, you wanted this badly. Like you were like, I'll do anything it takes and now when i put it in front of you they're like actually it sounds like a lot of work it sounds like you know what i'm uh, i've got this trip plan i've got this thing happening and the excuses come up so to your point you could be on one of these two extremes but it comes down to how badly you want it and some people will reach for it and some people won't and that's okay
0: you yeah. just got to figure out yeah. who you are there we go there we go and some people need a kind of small amount of desperation or inspiration to change and others need a larger, more consistent amount. What do you think accounts for that difference in need?
1: I just think it's, you know, whatever your breaking point is, you know, so some people are really fragile and it doesn't take a lot to push them. And then there's some people who are like skeptical or they're just really hard on their position and they're not willing to change. Their mindset is so fixed that, You know, just reading one book isn't going to do it for them. You know, talking to one person isn't going to do it for them. They need to hear that message over and over and over again until it slowly sinks in and they go, you know what? Yeah, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Now I'm still going to hold out, but they keep hearing it. They keep seeing other people do it. They see their friends doing it. They see people like you doing it, Timmy. They see, you know, and they're like, all right, all right, time to give it a a go. Um, Some people are like, you know what? That sounds great. I'm going to do it right now. Um, but everyone's different. So it just depends where your kind of threshold is and where your breaking point is. And if it's, if you're one of those people that are quick to do things, I think it won't take a lot. Uh, But if you're one of those people that need a lot of time to process information and make decisions and all of that, um, it'll take more effort.
0: Gotcha. What do you think establishes that breaking point and can it be influenced?
1: I think it can be influenced. I think, um, you know, sometimes something quite dramatic might need to happen to shift your whole mindset. And I'll, I'll give you an example of, of things that have happened in recent times. So, you know, we, when we had the, the COVID disruption, um, the whole hospitality industry got turned on its head. It actually got shut down right? And especially where I live, you know, we had restaurants, cafes closed, we had um, airlines grounded, you know, so if you were a pilot, and you've been flying for 20 years, you had, you didn't have a job. Now, you might have said, I'm only ever going to be a pilot, because I'm really good at that. And I, I found there were pil- people I know that had in the aviation industry that sat without a job for months. Mm-hmm. I also know people who, the minute they lost their job, they were driving a truck, they were doing grocery deliveries. They were doing—I mean, they just did whatever they had to to move on, you know. So some people were stuck where they are, and they're like, "I'm just going to wait till this thing—I'll ride it out and get my next aviation kind of job or hospitality job." And I know people who went on and did other things. They created stuff. They—they they got into different industries. You know, I had people who lost retail jobs, and they. Went into a, an online sort of situation, or they did something different, and then there's others who just went, you know what? I'm just going to wait till I get my job back. I mean, so I think if sometimes a major disruption will happen and it'll push people one way, but again, everyone has their own time frame, you know. And there's some people, honestly, who are just, um, you know, they 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 they're just too much in their comfort zone. And
0: unless they pushed out of their comfort zone, they're not going to take that next step. Yeah. 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 There we go. All right. Now it's for real one last question. Okay. In Atomic Habits, James Clear talks about the four laws of changing your behavior. And the laws are to make it obvious, to make it attractive, to make it easy and to make it satisfying. With that context in mind, how can we create an environment that accelerates getting people the right amount of inspiration or desperation and facilitates them making that choice to change their life?
1: You know, I'm, I'm not familiar with those laws, but they sound pretty awesome. Um, and it almost sounds like a recipe for success, because if you could have a little bit of each of those, you you can do anything, right? But yeah. like, like anything, um, a recipe has lots of ingredients. So you have these four different laws. Um, I don't even throw in the law of attraction right in there. And so um, it's gonna be a little, everyone's gonna have their different mix of what they need from those four laws. Some some might need a lot of this and a lot of this, and some might need a little bit of that. And so you gotta figure out what's right for you. Um, And I I say, look, if I'm talking to a brand new person, I don't know what they need. So I've got to learn to ask better questions and then put information in front of you. So if you're not a reader, there's no point in me saying, hey, read this book because you're never gonna read it, right? But if I can put information in lots of formats that you can digest and go, hey, um, if it's not the book, maybe it's a podcast. If it's not a podcast, it could be a YouTube video. It could be, um, you know, maybe you need to turn up to this live event or whatever it might be to kind of get that information in, figure out from that law, what do you need, you know, and figure out your recipe for success. Because only you can figure out your recipe. No one else can. All you and I can do is put information out there. So um, I don't know if that answers your question, but, I think we play a part in kind of facilitating it, but I think each person's got to take responsibility of kind of taking the ingredients and putting it together for themselves and making it work.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. The ask better questions, listen, put information in front of them. But then again, it all comes down to that personal choice. We can't change people.
1: 100 percent and you know the the day we accept that we can't change people we we can't even manage people all we can do is help people influence motivate inspire that's all we can do and so we put the right information in there we facilitate change it's really up to them you know Uh, it's up to human beings to kind of say hey i want this i don't want this and like one of my mentors a long time ago said do the best you can but work with the willing Work with the people who want to work with you. Some people are never going to want to work with you. They're never going to buy your message. They're not not interested. You know what? You wish them well and you move on to the the people who want want your help because there are a lot of people out there. So let's try to help them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, there we go. Gavin, is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off?
1: Matt, I I I just I love what you're doing. I think it's fantastic. Um, I, I think you'll know, keep it up. And you know, if anyone listening to this is remotely inspired or kind of has reached the point where they're kind of questioning where they're at in life and where the next step in the journey is and um, I've got a a gift that I'd like to offer your audience. Uh, It's an ebook. It's something I wrote. I actually wrote this about three years ago. It's at almost 400,000 downloads. Um, It doesn't mean I've spoken to that many people. It just means that many people have downloaded it and it must have made some difference to them. It's called the eight bulletproof ways to escape your nine to five without risking your income. How do you do it? What are the steps? What's the strategies that we recommend that will do help you do it in a safe manner without putting anything at risk. So you don't have to quit your job. You don't have to sell the house. You don't have to do anything crazy, but how do you get that change started? Right. And if you want that, I'm happy to give you the link and you know, people can go and uh, download that. It's a little PDF, take you about 15 minutes to read it. And I really truly believe it will set you on the right path to make some change happen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There we go. That link will be down in the show notes um so yeah gavin thank you for coming on
1: hey man my pleasure keep up the great work you're doing
0: yeah no of course we'll do and if you guys loved what gavin had to say make sure to hit that link get that ebook read it and then follow up with him and get some accountability in your life because i'm sure that will be an important aspect of moving forward as we always ask shoot this podcast to one to three people you know need to hear this message give us a five-star review on itunes and we're out